in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. My name is Robert Wakefield. And I'm Peter Searson. And we are going to continue our Mount Rushmore series this morning. Peter, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Doing well. Good. That's good to hear. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you for joining our show today. (laughs) It's great. We just wanted to know how Peter was doing. There you go. All right. Well, I'm glad I could share. You know, I'm sure people are telling you they're they're listening. Yes, I've heard several people tell me that. And they're also enjoying it, too. Well, now there's a shock. Yeah. Well, unexpected thing. (laughs) Yeah, we've had uh, over 119 downloads. That's fantastic. So far over our first two episodes in the pilot. Right. So it's it's really exciting, and we want you to uh, be sure to share this with all your friends and family Mm -hmm. and uh, get them to listen and get them to subscribe. Because we want this to grow, uh, just uh, for the for the sake of lo- the of God, we want this to yeah. grow for that. You know, like anything, Robert, a tool is something God can use, and Absolutely. so we're we're putting it out there. May He use it for His glory. Amen to that. That's exactly right. So, are you ready to talk about the next? I am. Okay this this one was mine. Right. Uh, and just to refresh your memory, what we've been doing for the last uh, few episodes of the podcast. Uh, we came up with our favorite four verses mm-hmm. that we would put on Mount Rushmore. Right. And we both agreed on the 23rd Psalm. We did. And then uh, this one is one of mine. Right. And it is Psalm 103, verse 12. It's a great psalm. Oh, it's a great psalm. And yeah. uh, and so I always like to ask the question, uh, why is it your favorite or why is it my favorite? Sure. So I'm going to ask myself that question. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Robert, um, why is this one of your favorite verses? Ooh, I bet you didn't even see that coming, did you? I did, did not you? see that. No. <laughs> I did not see that coming. No. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, Robert, uh, why this verse is so good since I asked the only question. Uh, this verse to me is describing the perfectness hmm. of God's removal of my sin. Right. Because to me, that is critical to my well-being as far as how my relationship was with him. Yeah. Because if he's holding anything against me, and he could. Sure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And there's tons of stuff he could hold against me. But this verse is so reassuring that we're going to talk about that in today's podcast. Okay. You know, when I when I read your list, uh, Romans 8.1 mm-hmm. is another one, no condemnation. Right. This one ties right into that. It does. Yeah, it really does, and I, I just absolutely I love it. But I, you know, what I love about verse twelve? What's that? Is the lead up to verse twelve? Okay, okay? yeah, because the verses that are ahead of it, right, really paint the picture that uh, that I want to talk about. And do you know G. Campbell Morgan? I have heard the name. Have you? Good. Yes. Well, I haven't. He has, he said this about Psalm one hundred three. Okay, are you ready for this yeah. quote? Uh huh. It is perhaps. The most perfect song of pure praise to be found in the Bible. Wow. This is his opinion. Okay. Uh, through centuries, it has been sung by glad hearts. Hmm. And today, it is as fresh and full 
and as beautiful as ever. Wow. I like that. I like that a lot. So that's the exactly right. So let's look at uh, Psalm 103. We're going to start there in verse 1. Praise the Lord, uh, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Uh, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And we'll we'll stop right there because okay. uh, the, the thing about Hebrew poetry, mm-hmm. a lot of times th- what I've understood is they will repeat Verses yes. for or repeat words for emphasis. Sure, and so bless the Lord, O my soul. You'll see that a lot. Well, and also uh, these are sung by choirs. Oh, that's and right. So sometimes you would have side A versus side B would, and oh. they would have a, a like a refrain going back and forth. Gotcha. So that's that's a lot of that repetition would be the other choir answering it. Right, and had that that repeat in there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's good. So that is the one of the things that that stood out to me is is how. Uh, the poetry, uh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, kept um, showing up. But here's the, here's the word that I, I loved, and it says, uh, forget not uh, all his benefits. Mm. Okay. Mm. So the reason why that jumped out at me, I used to be a postmaster. Yeah. I retired as a postmaster. And um, I would interview prospective pers- employees. Right. And uh, so they would always ask me, what are the benefits of working at this office? Okay. And my standard answer was always this. You have a great boss. Oh, yeah. wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I, they thought that was a great thing, but it doesn't put food on the table. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> so, true. So, yeah. But it is a benefit. It is a benefit. Because I have some, I've had experiences with some that weren't right. great bosses. So. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So then after it mentions the benefits, he goes and he lists the benefits uh, later on in the psalm there in verse uh, 3, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Mm. Um, that's the first benefit, forgives all of our iniquities. I mean, it starts with this one. Isn't that interesting to me that that's the first one that he lists, that right. David lists? Yeah. He forgets. Uh, forgives uh, all your sins and heals all your diseases was was another one, uh, physical and spiritual. Right. Um, so that I, th- I thought that was a great first two benefits. But then the third benefit is uh, there in verse four, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you mm. with love and compassion. Wow. Um, that that has to me the idea of rescue. Okay. You know because. We're in this raging river, mm. and and we need somebody to throw us a life ring, and so this that's the picture that you know the rescue that I I think of yeah. when I think of that that particular benefit. What do you think? You know, I think we can all relate to that uh, that rescue, the being in the pit, those being in a place where we're just stuck. We don't know how to get past it, and uh, boy, you know we we fall in the pit. And then we're helpless to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way. And, and it's not just he says I mean, he's going to redeem us and, and pull us out of that pit. He's going to crown us. <laughs> right. You know, that, what an unexpected blessing is is that you know he's going to pull us out of the pit, dust us off, clean us up, and then put, put a, a crown, crown on us. Yeah. <laughs> That's just great. That is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, and that led me right to benefit four. The crown, he crowns you with the loving kindness mm-hmm. is what I wrote down in my notes. Uh, through him, we are crowned uh, with his great love and his great mercy. The next benefit, um, who satisfies your desires with good things 
so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Wow. Um, you know, I think the eagle is a picture of strength. It is. And, and so um, he renews you uh, in that way. Uh-oh. Am I still here? Okay, I am. Yeah. Okay. Did you go somewhere? I, well, I thought I fell off the uh, the the microphone. In a, in a pit. I fell in a pit. <laughs> oh, That's you know well, that that strength, that youth. It reminds me of you know you see four year olds just running wide open all the time. <laughs> you know what did we usually say? I wish I could bottle that. Oh, that's right. We do, know we? But this is what the Lord says: is you know if you, we abide in Him, uh, He mm-hmm. He's going to give us that energy, that strength. Right. Oh. It's so good. And these, you know, I think of this as a, a piece of music, the, mm. the, like a crescendo. Right. And all of this, you know, crescendo is getting from softer to loud, I mean, louder to softer. No, softer to louder. Yeah. Okay, that's a crescendo. I was doing day crescendo. Mm-hmm. Crescendo is softer to louder. And each one of these benefits gets a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and a little bit louder, a little bit louder. Yeah. So we get to uh, benefit number seven, which um, talks about. Uh, let's see. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who's oppressed. Um, he is. Uh, this is the one. Verse eight. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, mm. slow to anger, yeah, abounding in love. Mm. Oh, it, it, you know, slow to anger. Really? Right. He could be angry all the time if he wanted to be. Well, that's true. I mean, he is God. He can choose that path. Right. You know what's interesting? Do you know the Hebrew? Word for slow to anger? No. It, it is literally uh, long of nostril or slow to snort. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's a word picture. And if, you, if you've been around horses and, and you know that they're getting mad, their nostrils flare. Okay. And so that's the image is that God is slow to snort. He's slow to have his nostrils flare. Okay. And that's that... that Slow anger. He's he's easygoing. Doesn't mean you know just like a horse. You know mm-hmm. you you be careful around a horse. I mean mm-hmm. they can kick you and they can bite you. They can do all kinds of things. Oh yeah. Uh, so you respect them, and and that's where our reverence for God comes in. We revere Him, and and part of His grace and His mercy is. He's slow to get angry. That but, that's, but don't think he won't. He he can, and, right. and, and he can get angry, and he you know. He's he's abounding in mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, one another great thing to think about. Not only is he slow to anger, but he's not going to get angry just off the hat. He's he's right. he's going to abound in abound us with mercy. Yeah, he's going to pour that out on us. Yeah. and so I love that. Oh yeah. Have you have you been around people that you don't know what kind of mood they're going to be in? Yes. That is so tricky to navigate that personality. It is. Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, and and, and those extremes can happen in, in moments. Right. Aren't you grateful that, that God is steady in his character? <laughs> I can imagine, because if he was like people that you're describing, yeah. what, how could we ever approach him? We oh. would never know if he's mad or not. Right. Well, you know, why is this a sin today? You, you didn't mind it yesterday right. when I did it. And so now this is a big deal, and God says he's just consistent and true with his character. Right. Day after day after day. If it was wrong yesterday, it's wrong today. That's exactly right. Um, Let's look at um, verse 11, moving on to this. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, Mm. so great is his love for those who fear him. 
Wow. And that's just another, as as far, as high as the heavens are above the earth. I mean, that's showing the, the depth uh, of his love. But then here we go. All right, this is it. This is the this, Mount Rushmore verse. This is it. This is what we've been leading up to. Yeah. And I love it because yeah. here we go. It's verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, mm. so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. now here's here's the here's the image. Okay. I know you're sitting down. I am. I'm sitting right across from yeah, you, so you I know can, that. You can see that. I can see that. So the image is if if I was to go east, right, and continue to go east, right, I will never get to the west. No. It's. I don't think David was a flat earth guy. <laughs> I don't think he was. Uh, well, I don't even know if he knew the world was round. Probably not. Probably not. But, you know, there's no east or west pole. Right. There's a north pole. There's a starting point there. Yeah. I can go south yeah. and get to the south pole. Right. But I never can get to the east pole or the west pole. Right. You know, I, I wanted to, I, I'm glad you brought that up because this is significant. I, I think a lot of times, we have expectations of what the Bible should be. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get frustrated sometimes because it, it becomes silent in places where we want answers. Right. Uh, especially like in, in Genesis 1 and 2, we, we want to know the mechanics. How, how did God do it? You know, what, mm-hmm. he spoke and then what happened, you know. But we have to be careful. The Bible is not a science book. Right. And, but... On the other hand, everything that it says is scientifically true. So long before there was latitudes and longitudes, right? David knew. He did. Yeah, uh-huh. he, really now, he did. didn't know about a South Pole or North Pole. No, but his his writing, influenced through the Holy Spirit, told him, you know, you got to go east to west with this. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of like when we when we hear people. You've heard this before. Um, I've told the story is a story I read about a, a preacher going down the the street and he saw a sister out in her front yard working. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, sister, I haven't seen you in church lately. And, and the sister said, well, if the Lord knew what I did. Uh, he would never let wow. me in, mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. And the preacher said, well, didn't you pray and ask for forgiveness for that and repent mm-hmm. of that and turn away from that? She said, yeah, I did that five years ago. Wow. And he said, well, he doesn't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Because as far as the east is from the west, so yeah. far yeah. has he removed that transgression. Yeah. But you know who does know what you did five years ago? Who? Satan. Oh, well, he does. And yeah. he loves to put that in the front of you time after time after time. Exactly right. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is so true. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many people who the blood of Jesus is set free. He's released us from the captivity of sin, and yet we remained in bondage. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about it, it's ridiculous that they've, you know, your, your captor has released you from the cage, the, the door's wide open, and yet you sit there still in bondage like you're not free. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a discussion with a, a, a brother of mine about this passage. Okay. And uh, he, was, he said, well, now God... God can remember anything he wants. Hmm. I said, well, that, I'm not disputing that. But he has promised us yeah. through this verse yeah. that he's not going to, he chooses yeah. 
not to remember it anymore. Yeah, that's the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, if you look at the sovereignty of God as a governor, uh, you, if you used to use those rental trucks back in the day, they used to put governors on their trucks so that you couldn't go over the speed limit, which was then 55. Okay. Very frustrating if you're going uphill. <laughs> But that governor is like the sovereignty of God. God can do anything he wants to. Mm-hmm. And so what he does is he puts a governor on himself and says, I'm not going to go past that. Okay, like that. And so it's the same thing. He, he chooses to hit the delete key on his memory and say, when you ask for that sin to be forgiven, I'm going to hit delete. That's yeah. his sovereignty saying, I'm going to do that. <laughs> well... I just absolutely just think this this verse has got to be on everybody's Mount Rushmore. Well, it should be. I, I don't know if we can force that to happen. <laughs> well, but, no, we won't. We won't, yeah. we won't make people pick uh, this verse, but I do love it. We could persuade some folks. <laughs> well, listen, we are uh, we have already gone uh, a little bit over our fifteen oh, minutes. Uh, shame on us. Yeah. Can we come back to this? We we can come back to this. Right. Would you like to do that? Yeah, I would. Okay, so we'll do that in the next podcast. We'll touch on this a little bit further. Uh, My name is Robert Wakefield. And I'm Peter Searson. And we thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.